Hey, hey, come catch this wave with the fix squad. The fix is in. I'm Mr. Soul. I'm tuning in. What you doing? Got him. Real hip hop revealed that a fix. Pure, you can feel it in the mix. Finally, stop pushing the culture forward. This is it. Proceed at your own risk. Got him. Beats, balls, and life. Giving them truth in it. Scream a revolution when only a few minutes. My sentiments is acting. Everything that we do clutch. Another reason to turn the volume up. Sheesh. Know what we stand on. Solid ground when we land. Say it's no use. The culture was out of hand. But now that I reach, we gotta stick to the plan. Dark days for the sunshine. Any good news, I'm proof that it's living. Yeah. Revolving the art of Shaco. With it, keeping the beats on the block. Don't miss it. Welcome to the city. Stand up. James left, but the king still reigns here. No tears, no love lost, no rain here. Delivers, I promise, Santa rain here. Love, love for the city still resides here. Fix for your ailment, faith that resides outside the lines. Detox your mind, cause it matters. Art, art outside the box, we paint better. The fix is in, and we rock a channel. We rock with them for what's deep within. Expose those who talk but don't live. Expose those who talk but don't live. Take offense, take offense. Judge by the fruit from the tree. But if the fruit tastes like the streets, and money is the fruit that they speak, so tell me whose face do they see? Repeat. Take offense, take offense. Judged by the fruit from the tree But if the fruit tastes like the streets And money is the fruit that they seek So tell me whose face do they seek Yes sir You tune back into The Fix Your source for faith infused Hip hop, R&B and poetry It's your boy DJ Focus checking in Now uh, You already know it's your girl Dice Gamble In the building Checking in mm-hmm. Blessed day everybody Thank you for waking up once again The Fix is in Tiptoe Tuesday, Dice, huh? Uh, tiptoe. Well, we are going to tiptoe into some things today that, uh, you know, might hurt your feelings, but we're going to tiptoe right on in. Oh, they'd be all right. We ain't, we ain't worried about no feelings. Y'all better stay out y'all feelings, man. Y'all, y'all, feelings, y'all need to go though. to counseling or something. It ain't even personal. It's not even personal. We don't even know it. Well, we probably do know some of you, but I'm just saying, like, we don't intentionally do this to irritate you. I but uh, Okay, well, focus. If he petty. is intentional. So, petty... <laughs> Petty Pendergrass over there, right? Yeah, now. Petty Pendergrass. <laughs> Petty Turn Pendergrass. Off the lights. <laughs> what my wife at? Oh, oh baby, light a candle. Oh, Petty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh. Yes, yeah, tiptoe. Yeah, it's tip-top. We're going to have some fun. Y'all know how we do it. Uh, yeah. Another blessed day. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. And we're grateful that we get another opportunity to really, you know, uh, be able to be used by our God. That's the beautiful thing about being an ambassador for Christ, being a mm-hmm. vessel each mm-hmm. and every day. You get a new opportunity. So, yeah, listen, uh, I, I pray that you, as you're getting up or if you're on the road, you had some, some good prayer. Uh, get the get the spirit of God all just moving in your spirit before you tiptoe up in that uh, hmm. place of business this morning, so you can show the love of Christ this okay. morning. So, uh, okay, yeah, yeah. Come on, it's, listen, it's 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 the week, it's the week. Thanksgiving week, we couple days before oh, Thanksgiving. To, I was trying to figure out all the excitement on a Tuesday. I'm like, oh, I get it. <laughs> Because on Thursday, we're going to eat good. Let's be very okay. clear. I'm thankful I'm here for a good for meal. I'm oh, my here goodness. for it. Okay. And listen, it, it ain't too late for all you single ladies out there. Y'all, I know y'all, y'all, y'all been praying about making these first Thanksgiving meals. It ain't too late. They got recipes <laughs> out there. They got YouTube tutorials. Mm. Please, please make a plate. Please make a plate of food on Thursday. Thanksgiving was meant for, a, you know, a, a spread, as my, my nanny mm. used to say. Mm-hmm. Baby, come on, get some of this That's spread. Great. That's what my That's fuck my grandma used to call me come on and get this spread baby right. so, yeah yeah i pray everybody's uh getting ready to have a, a blessed blessed thanksgiving and here's the uh, thing with thanksgiving y'all can go to target you can go to whole foods you can go to costco if, oh, yeah, you, you, can. if you can't cook yeah you're right and then just put a little put your little spices out go on doctor doctor it up is what they say go on doctor it up and go on it and just eat and enjoy it honestly thanksgiving is for family i mean we we made it into for food but it is Honestly, we should be, uh, you know, giving thanks for our family and being thankful on that day. Hopefully you guys have instituted the gift. Tell us what you're thankful for around the table thing. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's a time to really connect and come together and definitely over good, good food. And if you can't cook, this holiday ain't for you. Don't worry about it. Wait till yeah, the Valentine's Day. Wait plate. till you can buy gifts. <laughs> and, and, and don't get them messed up plates away that you messed up on. Keep them. Just throw them in the garbage. <laughs> it's Okay. <laughs> 
Once again, you're tuned into the fix. And of course, our mission is to expose the culture to positive but relevant music that keeps Jesus Christ at the center of the message. We got a real talk conversation for him today, Dice. Oh, you going? Oh, you got your cloth on Thanksgiving week, and you just gonna talk about well, it, huh? Why not? You know what I'm saying? Y'all been fussing and complaining, and people been saying that y'all know your purpose or why y'all here or what God want from you and all this extra foolery. So, we're gonna talk about uh, the fivefold ministry the thing that is designed and was instituted by Jesus himself to help build the body, the body of Christ, the kingdom of God. So we're going to talk about that. And we're also going to jump into, uh, you know, nine different spiritual, spiritual gifts if we have time, but we definitely going to touch on them. And uh, we're just going to call out that thing that's in you and show you where you are in the word, like whatever your skill set is, we're going to talk about it today because I'm sure it's in the Bible. If you, if you don't know, I'm sure you're going to find out after today. You'll be like, oh, yep. yeah, that's the gift I got. Mm. Mm-hmm. And you need to operate it the right way, too, as well. So uh, we're going to touch base on that, too, uh, as well. Some of y'all using y'all gift out of pocket. Oh, Get back in out pocket. of pocket gifts. You're out of pocket. This, uh, yeah, we're going gonna to talk a street for you. <laughs> You're out of pocket. Yeah, stop it. Don't, don't do that now. God didn't give you that gift to manipulate and misuse Coming out for y'all free reading. Right, right. I got five different waters I'm for you. I have free reading. This this water will bless you. And uh, yeah, listen, I'm praying for y'all. I'm praying for y'all. Listen, uh, our uh, spiritual detox too as well. Uh, listen, I'm excited for this one. Hmm. Uh, a lot, a lot of people know her as the music programming manager over at BET Network, mm-hmm. but she's also a super talented artist too as well. And I'm telling you, she got a whole. Uh, uh, like uh, Jill Scott, Erica Badu type okay. b- vibe that she's bringing into the gospel arena. Our sis Cam Sakara gonna be joining us okay, today, Cam. so uh, keep it locked for that. So uh, yeah, it's all the way lit. Keep it locked. You're tuned to the fix, and the fix is in. Welcome back, welcome back, DJ Focus Dice Gamble. You tap back into the fix. You're a source for faith infused hip hop, R and B, and poetry. It's time for our spiritual detox, and listen, we got a treat for y'all today. When I tell you, uh, we're excited. Uh, a lot of people uh, know this young lady for being in another space as the uh, music and program director for BET. But listen, she does more than that. Let's be very clear. She is a super talented singer, songwriter, uh, musician, and she does a little bit of everything. And we're excited because she has new music out. And we're here to talk about all things music with the one and only Cam Sakara. What's going on, sis? Hello, hi everyone, and also BT. I'm manager, just to say. B BT program manager, music programming manager, music programming manager. What did I say? Director. <laughs> I oh, also, I, li- listen, I, I gave you a raise. Forgive me, I gave you a raise. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope not speak that thing in existence. You do a good job there. Yes, Thank you. music programming manager for BT. Yes, yes, definitely. Shouts out to BT Network for everything they do. And you being a part of it. But we want to talk about your music today. Um, I'm excited. Um, I reached out to you when I saw you were making new music. I'm like, oh, yeah, I think we need to come bring her on and, and show how dope she is. So first, for the people who may not know, share a little bit of your faith story, your faith journey with the people. Okay, so I grew up in church, grew up like raised in church. Um, so I've been, you know, known Jesus for a while. I'd say my, like, getting more serious about my faith probably happened over the course of the pandemic. Um, I, you know, started being very, I guess, bedside Baptist. Um, yeah, it happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I um, started going uh, to Transformation Church online, and I think that was just, like, the church that I needed at that point in my life. And it really, like, helped me with my spiritual walk. So that was a big influence um, on my walk most recently that's good thanks for sharing that so let's talk about this music you know your music spans genres from uh alternative r&b to neo soul to acoustic you know how did you approach your process for experimenting with your sound sonically and um just talk a little bit more about how diverse uh your influence of your sound is brought out in your music okay so I guess the kind of music I make, I just make it. That's like what naturally comes out of me. But like as far as influences, I listen to all different kinds of music. Like I'd say my first love, what I grew up on was like R&B music. Um, But I also grew up on gospel music. But I also like had a classic rock phase, like a country phase. So I listen to all types of music and I kind of just combine that, I guess, inside of me. And then whatever comes out, comes out. 
Um, so yeah. No, that's good. And, and so, so how long have you been doing music? When did you first know that you like really wanted to do mu- music on a serious level and professional level? Like I've been, you know, making music. I'd say my whole life, just like for fun. I probably wrote like my first song when I was young. I don't remember how old I was. But, um, yeah, I've been making music, like, for fun for a while. And now music is the kind of thing that I would always make, like, no matter what. Like, if I never made a cent from music, I would always make it because that's just what I'm passionate about. Um, But, yeah, I've been doing it for a while. So my first introduction to you was the song uh, Alter Alter. You know, can you talk a little bit about that? Because I think that song is it, it was very deep. And uh, if if I hear it correctly, you talking about your struggles sometimes with idolatry or just in general and the significance of how you infuse like your melodies and your harmonies in that <laughs> song. Like, no, you did an amazing job. So, yeah, I, you know, speak to that a little bit. So, yeah, Alter Alter, I wrote that song. Uh, I think it was like in the pandemic and I was writing pretty much like you said about idolatry and I just wanted to like whenever I write songs I try to say things in a way that might not have been said before or in like creative ways um so I was just playing with a-l-t-a-r a-l-t-e-r um and saying like only God can alter my heart to help me tear down my altars um and I kind of wanted to lyrically address things that people might not even realize are like altars, like how we live in like a culture of like constantly on the grind. But if you're putting that grind above your relationship um, with God, then that's technically an idol. Like that's something I address in the song. That's so good. People are like, oh, OK. <laughs> um, and then as far as like sonically, I went and made this song originally um, on machine. I produce on machine. So I used that to make the beat. And uh, then I laid originally just the vocals, just a melody line. But then one day I was like watching TV and I heard like four part harmony. So I went back and changed it because I wanted to switch it up a little bit. And I added some guitar to it. Um, Because when I make my music, I, I like to sit with it for a little while to make sure like I hear everything like I like to experiment. So, listen, yeah. nothing wrong with that. And speak a little bit more about that, because listen, as a self-produced and self-written artist, what challenges and rewards come with having complete creative control over your music? Um, like I love having complete creative control over my music because really it is just like a form of expression, and so. I, you know, Alter Alter, I produced that all myself, but then I had like my other song, My Therapist Couch, which sometimes I feel like you need other people to fulfill the vision. Um, So I had reached out to one of my friends that's a drummer, that's like a really good drummer to lay those drums for that track. But like, I always have the vision in my mind of where I want it to go. And then either if I can't complete that myself, I try to bring in the right people to help complete it. Who, who who are who are some some just some artists that you would like to work with? I'll be interested to hear. Like, are you are you working on some collabs or some people that you would like to work with? I, like, I'm not against working with any artist. I've never collabed with someone. Like, I know people have asked me, like, "Oh, I would want to have you on something," but I've never collabed. I don't know if I have anyone like in mind that I'd like to collab with. Like, I'm really into. The artists, I guess, like in the Christian space, like the Doe's and, you know, people that are doing that kind of stuff. Like I just like like the Jonathan McReynolds that are like kind of going and uh-huh. speaking about things that people aren't speaking about and really just come from that singer songwriter perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, like the Molly Music, all that stuff. I don't have anybody like the in mind that I want to collab with, but I like those are people that um I wouldn't be against, but they're huge. Well, 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 shouts out to both of those because those are phenomenal, stellar award-winning, Dove award-winning, everything you could think when you talk about Jonathan Reynolds and Doe. Shouts out to y'all. Brother and sister, if y'all listening, Cam say she want to work. I'm, I'm going to throw, I'm I'm throw, I'm throw it out there for you. Cam say she want to work. Reach I just out to like my their sister. work. I admire their work. I respect their work, and I like what they're doing, so... Yeah, I think your sound would mesh well with both of them. I, I think yes, because you do have that acoustic live performance, uh, you know, sound. So yeah, they both do that on a high level too, as well. You know, speak about just being authentically you in, in the music industry now, and uh, what do you what do you want your impact or your influence to be when you deliver your music to your audience when when they listen to it? 
Like, I think me, like, the music I make is technically Christian, but I don't make, like, worship music and stuff like that. It's more, like, singer-songwriter, like, this is behind-the-scenes, everyday life of a Christian. And that could be the struggles that come with my faith, um, things that I go through. And I just try to be very authentic and transparent with it. And I think that um, gives a voice to sometimes, in, you know, Christian music, people aren't always as... um, upfront, you know, with their struggles. And I feel like it's very important to bring that up front because there's a lot of people that are dealing with that. And so I think my music kind of gives a space to be like real and be like, you know, I'm a Christian, but that doesn't mean I don't struggle with this. And then kind of seeing how those struggles, um, you know, relate to or how you would go about dealing with them from that perspective of like, you know, I have a savior in Jesus Christ. Okay. But I still have this issue. So how do I go about navigating that walk? You know, that's good. I, I love that you brought that perspective up, and I think you do a good job of it, too, as well. I think the everyday listener needs to hear that, especially when you talk about 21st century uh, believers. I think um, we need... <laughs> no, seriously, because to your point, we have a lot of the elders, some of them, not, not shaming y'all, but just being honest, some of them who are stuck in religion still and won't even allow for your sound to even come in and even receive it, because like you said, they think everything gospel has to be praise and worship high church tambourine clapping when that's not true so i love that you said that how do you balance it all so like because you do a, you do a lot let's be very clear you, you know you, you're, you're doing the singing the songwriting and everything you do everything on, on the job that you have with bt how do you balance it all and then are there challenges at time for you where you feel like your faith is like tested with balancing it all um i say I'm pretty good at time management. You know, if you want something, you know, to work out something, you create the time. I realize like sometimes when you have less to do, you become more like not as good at managing your time. But since I am busy, I kind of block out um, times during the day to like work on things. And since I'm naturally a creative, you know, it's going to come out of me. But in order to like, it's one thing to write a song. It's another thing to be like, okay, I'm going to go sit down, record this song, get it ready, you know, for people to hear. So I had a period, I'd say, like in COVID where I was like extremely productive to the point where it's probably like too much, like I needed to relax. Um, Mm. But um, yeah, I'd say my biggest thing is like being very big on time management to make sure I can get all the things done that I want to get done. That's what's up. Listen, this is a whole vibe with Cam Sakar. We got to go to a quick break. We're coming right back with more. Keep it locked. You're tuned to The Fix. New videos, music, articles, devos, and more. Stay connected. Get the app now so you don't miss a thing. Visit holyculture.net. Welcome back. DJ Focus. You tap back into The Fix. We still got the super talented Cam Sakara on with us. And uh, let's talk about it. Uh, your latest single, um, My Therapist Couch. You know, this one is, you know, I thought this one was kind of different. Um, can you just talk about the inspiration behind the song and just talk about, you know, how this uh, connects to your previous uh, songs that you've done? Yeah. So my therapist couch, I wrote it because I wanted to talk about mental health from a Christian perspective. And I know like in Christianity said, Jesus is my Lord and Savior. Of course he is. But also I believe, I think a lot of time in the history of the church, people think like it can discredit God in some way saying like, I need to go to therapy, you know, for help with this. But I look from the perspective, just like if someone, you know, is sick or has a needs like a transplant or something, and they have the opportunity to be given that organ or to be given the treatment they need from a doctor to be helped with that. It's just like the same thing with going to a therapist because it's mental health, you know? So I wanted to talk about there's, what did I say? Jesus and therapy are not mutually exclusive. You can have both. Mm-hmm. Right. So um, I thought of it from that perspective. Like there's no shame in going to therapy. You know, it doesn't discredit God. He created therapists that can help you. You know, he's like, I use others to help you too. It's not always just like directly, God, heal me. And then it's like, I can heal you through others. So that was basically the perspective. No, that's good. And, and, and just talk about just mental health a little bit more. What do you think the state of the church is with uh, addressing and talking about mental health and dealing with mental health issues, you know, from your personal perspective? I think the church, like from what I know, the, the ones that I've been attending have been doing a better job of 
really realizing like mental health is a real issue and kind of getting rid of the stigma that comes with seeking help professionally. Mm-hmm. I've, I've seen a lot of like strides in um, trying to create spaces for people to feel comfortable and like say, I go to therapy, you go to therapy too. Oh, there's, you know, that doesn't mean there's something wrong with us. So, yeah. No, that's good. Listen, <laughs> you, you're based out of New York City. Uh, and mm-hmm. uh, I have to ask, listen, we celebrating 50 years of hip hop. You know, what, what, what does hip hop mean to you? And where do you think the state and the culture of hip hop is now 50 years just celebrated? And like I said, you, you in the Mecca, you in New York City. So it all <laughs> kind of started there where you were at. Yeah, I'd say me personally, like my personal relationship to hip hop has to be um, the lyricism. Like I'm a writer. Okay. I, you said I'm, give me bars, give me bars. <laughs> yes, I'm not a rapper. I try to tell the people like I'm not a rapper, but you know, I like to write and I listen to a lot of rap that um, people are like have bars. Um, so I'd say like some artists I listen to like, you know, I don't know if you have any artists you like go and listen to and you feel inspired to write after listening to that. Mm-hmm. And so just the lyricism, um, I'd say it's definitely like a big inspiration for me as far mm-hmm. as my own creative process. And just like the way hip hop has continued to grow from, I guess, like because there's a lot of genre blending nowadays showing yes. that there's not really any boundaries where you can go sonically like you can mesh this sound with this sound and that's OK. Um, so I'd say like those are the biggest ways it has influenced me. No, that's good. What do you think we are in our little subgenre? I love you say the genres, <laughs> uh, Christian hip hop, faith infused hip hop, gospel rap, whatever you want to call it. You know, mm-hmm. are, are there certain lyricists that you like over in this space that you kind of go to when you, you know, you want to hear some bars? Um, okay, let's see. My girl, Drika Will. Okay. I love my girl, Drika Will. Uh, okay. with, um, Too Cool Tiff. Yeah. She spit. Um, Indie Tribe. Indie Tribe Save Lives. Stop playing. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's there's a lot of um, rappers that, like, are spitting, like, in Christian hip-hop that you're like, okay, you know? So uh, I'm still, like, I'd say relatively new to the space, mm-hmm. but I've definitely been, like, discovering um, new other Christian rappers that I'm like, okay, you're spitting. Even the artists, too, that, like, are not rappers, like, I love Molly music. I know he's not a rapper, but he'd be giving the little lyrics Mally. in there. Yeah, Molly, Molly different. <laughs> yeah, Molly yeah. can rap. Molly can give you that urban R&B. He gonna give you everything. So, yeah, I love that. Yeah, so I, I like lyricists. Yeah, ain't nothing wrong with that. Uh, yeah, I, I love <laughs> lyricists too as well. So, you know, just more talking about you and the way you create your music, you know, how do you how do you decide and come up with the messages and the themes for your music and how, you know, and how you choose to convey it when it comes off and in, in, in when you the finishing project? Um, so I'd say like at my core, I'm a storyteller. I remember like a little story when I was like, I think in elementary school, we had to put in our yearbook what we wanted to be when we grew up. And so Mm. I put that I wanted to be an author. And so that has nothing to do with music. But I think the way I approach my music is from a storytelling perspective. Like I had a project I put out in 2018, which was like my first project called Time Capsule. And it was pretty much like I approached my projects from concept. Like I like putting out concept projects. And so I had a concept that I like to discuss from beginning to end and kind of like tell a story throughout the project. And the, I have a project too that is not out yet for that has these songs on it, but like there is a storyline that kind of um, the songs communicate that they tell. And so I'd say that's the way, I don't know if I answered the question, but that's the way like I approach my um, like writing and creating, like trying to tell a story. Mm-hmm. No, that's good. So, so can we can we expect a, a number one bestseller someday? Because uh, if you you write and then you want to be an author, like are, are you? Is that something you look maybe in the future you would still pursue? Um, I like I used to write books for fun when I was like younger. Um, I don't know if I'd write a book. Like I write uh, poetry as well. So like okay. I thought like maybe if I like release like um just like poetry or something, mm-hmm. but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> What's next? What are we working on next? Um. So I know I put out Alter Alter, my therapist couch. I put out Shame. And then um, I have some more songs 
that will be coming out probably next year, top of next year, mm -hmm. um, to lead up to put out this project that I have ready. So that's the goal. It's a full, so it'll be, it'll be a full project, just all you, no collabs. Yeah, I've never collabed. Like I could, like as far as the production side, yeah. But um, the songs that I make, I just feel pretty comfortable just with myself. Will it be a live, uh, live uh, recording, or is it just going to be uh, regularly produced? Because I, I just feel like I, I would love <laughs> to hear a live recording of you, like of doing that, that improv. Like, yeah, I think you would do a good job with that. Seriously, that's what people say. Thank you. Um, you know, you this... got that chill vibe. You got that. Seriously, when I hear your songs, I'm, I'm be honest with you. It's like we walked into a nice little, no, you know, little nice little club, and you up there on the stage and you just doing your thing. Seriously, like it, it's that good vibe. Like you know, sit down, maybe have a little dinner. You know what I'm saying? Or maybe dance a little bit. But re regardless, it's just like a whole vibe. And yeah. with your poetry piece, I feel like you could package that together where you could go on <laughs> tour and have your little spoken word piece first and go into a song and go back into a spoken word piece. So, like, you got yeah. some stuff that you should really consider, sis, uh, and really package that thing and go ahead and get what God got for you, too, on the other <laughs> side, too. <laughs> no, I consider that. Yeah, I, I can see that. This project in particular, the recorded version or the, the one I'm putting out is um, Studio. Okay. But, you know, I've had multiple people say, like, you should do a live version of this. So I'm, you know, taking that into consideration. But the uh, next thing will be recorded. Yeah. When it's all said and done, what do you want people to remember you by? I mean, you, you accomplished so much already. And I know you're going to continue to accomplish some great things in your life. But before God take you to heaven, what's that? What's the thing you will leave with the people to say, you know, this is what I wanted to do with my life. This is what I want y'all to remember you by. Hmm, that's a good question. Um, I don't know if this is what I want people to remember me by. I know my goal, I always say, is like to die empty mm -hmm. to for all the songs I write. Like that is really like my ultimate goal for all the songs I write for people to hear, just for people in the public, even if I'm like never a superstar, just for people to hear the songs I write, to appreciate it, to be touched by it, even if it touches a few people, just by the authenticity. I think I would want people to remember like, yes, she's a Christian, you know, that served Jesus, but you know, she never hid her struggles. Like in my music, I say that's where I'm most vulnerable. Just kind of being, creating a safe space for other people to realize that, you know, everyone has real struggles and it's okay to, um, to acknowledge them and, and to work through them. And then as a Christian, knowing that Jesus, like I said, is our Lord and Savior, but realizing that we still have struggles and to take the shame away from that that comes with those struggles that some people carry. So I don't know if that's what I remember, right? but that's what I'll say for now. That's good. Uh, listen, we can go with it. It's, this is your words. I appreciate you rocking with us, sis, today. <laughs> Telling people how they can connect with you, follow you on all your social media platforms. Okay, so you can follow me at Cam Sakara, C-A-M-S-A-K-K-A-R-A, on Instagram, TikTok, um, what is it called? X. Yes. Um, <laughs> mostly active on Instagram and then TikTok if you really want to see what's going on. And you can listen to my new song, Shame, on The Fix Radio. The Fix is in. Keep it locked. The Fix is in. Holy Culture, Holy Culture Radio. Healing, hope, and how-tos. Welcome back. Welcome back. DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. You tap back into the fix. Your source of faith infused hip hop, R&B, and poetry. It's time to get real in these streets, son, Dice. And, uh, ooh, we're going to take them to church today, huh? We're going we to have a little ministry today. I don't know. I just feel like this one's going to be off the hook. You want to talk about it, huh? Come on. What, what we got going for our real talk today, Dice? No, we're just going to talk about the gifts, the five gifts, fivefold ministry, and... I say focus. We need to go ahead and talk about the nine gifts of the Holy Spirit because I think we've confused these all. Um, but I, I, I felt like oh, this is something that should be discussed. Thank you for putting putting it, uh, you know, out there when we talk about purpose and people feeling like they don't know what they should be doing. I think we haven't visited. Well, what's your gift? Because God wants to use us all. You know, we are all valuable. We all have purpose. So what is your actual gift? It's not you following somebody online and being like, oh, I want to be like them. It's like, what did God call you to? You know? So mm. I, I, I think these are, this is, I think we've missed the mark on this. I'll be real with you with the younger generation. I don't, 
I've yet to have like a young person come up to me and somebody be like, yeah, somebody told me about the fivefold ministry and how it benefits, benefits the body of Christ and that we're all called to do different things. Like people usually don't roll up on you like that. You know, it's always they like don't. this, man. Yeah, I got rejected over here. I tried to get on the team over there. Such, such hating on me. You know, I see a lot of people scared of this uh, conversation, Dice, to be honest with you. And, and I think it's kind of like spooky, like. Like, mm. like it's not like it's like almost like it's like a not a real thing. Like, nah, I don't, I don't believe that part of it. No, no, you have Why would to they believe, not believe everything. It? I don't know. I, I think so. So this this whole concept of you know one, the biggest one is always speaking in tongues. Mm. That's always one of those things where, depending on who you talk to, especially with this younger generation. They just kind of feel like that's fake. That's, 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 you know, people are acting when they do that. That is not a real gift. God is not telling you to do that. That is like some, you know what I'm saying? Buffoonery in, in so many words. I, at least mm-hmm. in some conversations I've had. And I'm like, no, 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 no. It's not. It is, it is real. <laughs> now, do some use it uh, in the wrong way? Yes. But that does not mean that the gift itself is not a real thing. So mm-hmm. I have to assure them of that and understanding spiritual gifts and, you know, with, which is the ability to, you know, to have different talents given uh, by the Holy Spirit to believers. And I think that's what people fail to understand. So, yeah, I, like I say, it just depends on who you talk to, what circle you in. And it's not talked about enough. So I'm, I'm grateful we having this conversation today when you talk about discovering gifts, understanding mm-hmm. how your gifts work. Yeah, let's this. This is going to be good. Dice. It's going to be mm-hmm. good. Well, I am glad that it's good, but let's be clear. Every person who is baptized and is a believer, uh, the power oh. of the Holy Spirit infills them and allows them to speak in their heavenly language. So it's like if you have not even had that moment, maybe we need to go revisit what that really looks like. And I think some people and, and this this isn't where I wanted to start, but since we're here now, um, I think we've had a whole generation and the generation before who wanted to mock and mimic somebody else's tongue. And I'll be honest with you. If I can quote what you say in tongues, it ain't, it ain't real. Like I should, I should never be able to regurgitate what you say or just play with what you say, because every time I'm speaking in tongues, it should be unknown unless there's somebody there to translate that or unless this is actually for you. It shouldn't sound like what I did last week. Like this is, this is not a game, you know? So I'm with you. Like some people do play with it. And I know we as Christians will joke and throw up a, a, a shananana in a sentence, you know, cause we just, we trying to yes. connect we with just, our audience. Just joking. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But there is an absolute infilling of the Holy Spirit. And I'll put it like this because this is a great place to start. I never, I never forget. I had a pastor explain this to me as a mother. And you've witnessed this before because you have a child, a baby can say something. Don't nobody know what that baby need, but the mama, but like a baby is able to say, Google Gaga in a way, or have a certain cry. And the mom can know if the baby is wet, if the baby needs food, if the baby's sleepy, if something's wrong with the baby, the baby can't even speak English, but, but the parents know, like, and even you as a father, you know, like your child, you're just in tune. And that's the same way, uh, the Holy spirit like allows us to be with our father is like, it's important. Some things we might, we might not be able to express to God, but when we actually switch up our language and we just pour out our spirit and we're speaking in our heavenly language, God can hear us differently because now you've, you've taken away all the barriers of being able to explain your issue. Now the Holy Ghost is able to just seek your soul, search your body, search your spirit and fully take back a translation of the need. You know, it's like, okay, this is how the child is crying out right now, God. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is what we need. This is what they're saying they need help with, or this is how they're praising us right now. And you might not be able to express a praise in English language. It might need to be in a different tongue, you know? So anyway, but we'll come back to that. But the fivefold ministry, and you guys know, in uh, Ephesians uh, 4 and 11, it breaks down apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, and teacher. Now, a lot of us are always searching for purpose, but when do you ever actually look at the fivefold ministry and say, where does my, where's my purpose actually align, align? You know what I'm saying? Like, where do I feel like I'm comfortable? Do I feel like I can give words to churches around the world as an apostle? Do I feel like I'm always ahead of time and ahead of people? Am I a prophet? You know, like, I'm, am I 
always able to encourage people as an evangelist and, and get the church riled up, you know, like ready for war, you know, am I a pastor where I'm able to like lead people and, and help groom them in their life? Or am I a teacher where I'm able to get that word in them and they're, they're able to understand that word real fast. So it's like, we do need to be checking out the fivefold ministry gifts first, I would suggest as Christians and say, where do I feel more most comfortable? Even if you have a business, what does your business do? Does your business teach people? Does your business encourage people? Does your business uh, give prophecy down the road of, you know what I'm saying, gains or losses? You know what I'm saying? Like, does your business help to empower couples, married couples? Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, we need to be using the gifts we've already been given and the ones that are already outlined for us. Like, God, God, God has given us the cheat codes. Like, one of y'all going to, you going to fall into this one of these five you're gonna fall into like or it may be even more than one you know but Mm -hmm. trust me trust me everybody has a gift you know there's a measure of grace given to us all is what the bible says and trust me one of these one of one of this this grace this measure of grace it has our gift in there something that god has given us something we're good at innately nothing we got to go learn to do something that we just gravitate to naturally where it's like Oh, yeah. Listen, this convo off the hook. We, we got to go to a quick break. We coming right mm-hmm. back with more. Keep it locked. You're tuned mm-hmm. to The Fix. And The Fix is in. Holy Culture Radio is operated by the CoreLink Solution, a 501c ministry dedicated to empowering people to reach their potential. If you feel led to contribute to this mission, visit www.holyculture.net slash donations. Welcome back. DJ Focus, mm-hmm. Dice Gamble. You tap back into The Fix, your source of faith infused hip-hop, R&B, and poetry. Uh, in the middle of this Real Talk conversation, talk about spiritual gifts and talents. Mm-hmm. And uh, Dice, I think something, you know, we, we, we kind of, you know, scratched the surface of just uh, being able to identify your passion or some of your talents mm-hmm. and uh, understanding the importance of them. You know, something else um, in conversation that comes up, being a good steward of your talents, using your talents wisely. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Again, uh, you know, I talk to mainly men and um, a lot of conversation that comes up when you talk about uh, the responsibility associated with your spiritual gifts is using your talents wisely, um, you know, and making sure that, you know, God gets the glory out of the benefit and not yourself. <laughs> well, you so, got yeah. to recognize where it came from first. That's why I was like, man, I've heard so many unsaved people say how God is using them. But they don't understand. Yes, Christ gave you that gift. You know what I'm saying? To be used for his own purpose. So when and here's the deal. When you figure out, think about it. If your parents give you something, you use it very differently than if you go and get what it is. You know what I'm saying? If, you're, if, if your parents gave you a house, you would take care of that house very differently than you would take care of your house. There's a different honor code that you would put on it. And I think that's why some people think, yeah, I, I'm I'm self-made. You know, we hear that all the time. I'm self-made. Oh, really? Yes, all the okay. time. You made yourself. So you you built this business. You did all. That. You are the constructor of all this. No, that 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 ain't it. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but yeah, you do need to steward them well. Uh, I'll be real with you, focus. The reason why we have the fivefold ministry is for the building of the kingdom of God until we are with God, and that right. is in Ephesians. Four, chapter 11 that Christ himself gave us those gifts uh, for that particular purpose so it ain't that we're just supposed to be here using these gifts to just be to, to, to just look good you're supposed service. to be using it <laughs> service service yeah you're definitely supposed to be using these gifts for an actual reason so it, it's unfortunate that we don't teach today and it's hard for the younger generation to even accept the idea that God gave them something like this but when they understand like it's true and that's, I'll be real with you, old people call it out all the time. They see it on you. They be like, oh, I see it on you. Like, they, they just do. know. No, 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 baby. You got the gift of prophecy. You know what I'm saying? You are like, they, they call it out because they've been around long enough and they know what it looks like. But I want, I wanted to distinguish this though, focus. Um, there are nine gifts of the Holy Spirit. So we were talking about infilling of the Holy Spirit. You were talking about speaking in tongues earlier. And this is like 
wisdom comes with the Holy Ghost, you know, when you're filled with the Holy Spirit. Knowledge comes, faith comes, healing comes, miracles are performed and they are able to drop if you're filled, filled with the Holy Spirit, like the gift of prophecy, discernment, speaking in tongues and the interpretation of tongues. Tongues just represents the fact you have the Holy Ghost, you know what I'm saying? But there's so much more that comes with the Holy Ghost other than just tongues. So it's like, that's why it's important for you to to know this. And this is in Corinthians chapter 12, verses 7 through 11, the gift of revelation. You and I both know, we we know people that they just know stuff. Like we, they don't have to go to school. They just know, you know, they just know and you trust them because they know that's been given by the Holy Ghost. The power of being able to do a thing like those people who haven't been classically trained, but they just got that skill set, the gifts of inspiration and being able to reveal things like prophecy and things like that. Like, so God has given us all of these gifts. And I, I will say this, people who are like, I don't know what my purpose is. I don't know what God called me to do. I don't know what I'm supposed to do with my life. Seek the Lord first. Go to Ephesians chapter four and then take your behind on over to Corinthians chapter 12. And mm-hmm. as soon as you start to read about the fivefold ministry and you start to read about the gifts of the Holy Spirit, you will be able to see where in your life where you've been effective. Like, oh, man, I've always been able to kind of discern people. That's a gift. Yes. You're not, you're not that smart. You're not that smart, baby. It's, <laughs> I'm just going to put it out there. It ain't you. That's the Holy Ghost. When you're able to just pick up on people, they walk up on you or you see something, you be like, mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, something ain't right. Like that's the gift of the Holy Spirit. Everybody don't have that. You know what I'm saying? When you're just smart, you know how to lead people and guide people. You're very wise, or you're full of faith. That's actual. That's an actual gift. Having faith is a gift. Everybody don't have it. It's so weird because we're like, oh, you just got to walk in faith. We'll often encourage people, and you, what y'all don't realize, everybody don't have faith. Nope, they don't. So we need to appreciate our gifts more and. um that's what I'm saying. Like, we got to go to God's word to see the things he's already given us. And then we can start to build our life out from that perspective. And this isn't being taught right now as much as I think it should be. I'll be honest with you. I don't know why either. But these are God-given, Christ-given, specific, very specific gifts. And like I said, these things build your character. They make you more secure. And you're like, ooh. Mm-mm. I have so you telling me I could perform miracles it's so funny because I was walking, watching Mark Driscoll and for those of you who know he was uh, over Mars Church which is in Seattle and then uh, his church kicked him out it, it, long story short Mark is still preaching and pastoring but he has a men's group where he goes online on Wednesdays and talks to men and he said my son was five years old he asked me to go to the hospital I was going to the hospital to pray for somebody my son asked me to go he said I'm thinking yeah you could be my armor bearer you know he said I'm making jokes ha ha he he you know yeah you could be the man of God to go with me you know and I'm gonna go pray for who's at the hospital and he said the whole time I've never involved my kids in any type of ministry I'm just I'm the pastor I'm doing ministry these are just my kids he said we got to the hospital and my son asked me could he pray for this man who's paralyzed Wow. I let my five-year-old pray and the man start moving his feet. He said, and it taught me, one, God will use anybody. You know, you know what I'm saying? Two, these are the, he said, I knew my kids were saved. He said, I knew we've been praying. We, you know, they brought up in the word. He said, I knew they had the Holy Ghost. He said, even at young ages, I knew. He said, but until I took one with me and then I took a step back and allowed him to actually pray, you know, like their belief, the man, the child, and God just boom, and the man was healed. So it's like we get these gifts, but we need to learn to appreciate where they come from. And they all come from God mm-hmm. for his purpose, not our yeah, purpose, for his purpose. Yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing. Anyway, and, 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 anyway. and shouts out. Uh, that's, that's good Mark stuff. Driscoll. No, that's Mark, good stuff. Yeah. And I, I think that's amazing. Mark, yeah. Shouts what? out to Pastor Mark uh, yeah. for recognizing that. And I think um, the big thing in this is <laughs> don't run away from this. I, 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 nothing else. I, I definitely want our listeners to know this is these are conversations <laughs> we need to continue to have. We need to continue to educate ourselves on <laughs> when you talk about encouraging and infirming people's gifts. <laughs> I love the example you gave of the church ladies or the elders. Yeah. No one. No, no. That's that, that's prophecy. You got that's on prophecy, you. Baby. That's, you know, that's, yeah, you got the, the, the that's healing. You, know, you got the power. This, whatever of it may be. Yeah. You dis- yeah. you got the power of yeah. discernment. You got the power of interpretation. You are wise. Like like when they know and they see that gift, it's important to call it out. Because I'm trying to tell you, it's encouraging to you. You're like, man, I, I thought I was 
I thought I knew, but I, you know what I'm saying? Thank you for confirmation. That's something that's big in the body of Christ. You know, we will be praying to God like, God, please confirm your word. And then you'll have somebody come along and they just confirm it. Like, no, no, no. Yeah, you out here working miracles right now, you know, in Jesus name. So, go ahead. In Jesus name. And these talents can lead you to more vibrant, purposeful uh, way of living. I, I yeah. think that's the, the big thing too as well. I want people to know. Let's this, talk about no the money. Right, screw Let's talk about Ooh. the money. What if, what the Bible say your gift will do? Huh? Ooh. Make room. And add Make no room. sorrow. Add Hallelujah. zero. <laughs> Listen, I'm, look, I'm looking up to the heavens now. I'm glad you said you keep talking. I'm going to keep uh-huh. looking up. The bag. I'm speaking now. Yeah. Hallelujah. Uh, no, everybody out here wondering, <laughs> where's my bag? What am I going to do to make money? God, why don't you bless me? Whoop, whoop, whoop. God is like, I have given I have given you, I have given you the gift of evangelism and I've given you the gift of the Holy Spirit. You need to go work that. Please go work that. Like you have the ability to teach others and then you have the gift of healing. So I need you to go on and do your business or get on stages or get on tour or create that book or create that conference and teach and heal people. And now here comes the bag. So it's like you out here wondering where your money at. And God's like, are you even working what I gave you though? Yeah. Yeah, go work good. with our game. So, yeah, please go sorry. work with your game. No, you good. DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. Uh, we got to go to a break. Uh, keep it locked. You're tuned yeah. into The Fix. And The Fix is in. Welcome back. Welcome back. DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. You tap back into The Fix. Your source of faith infused hip hop, R&B, and poetry. Mm. And uh, we free now, too, Dice. We about to get up out of here. We <laughs> we got to uh, report this uh, 90s. Not, not 90. What is it What is it called? News and 90? 90 and news? News and 90. Yes. Yes. I, I, I'm still on my I'm still on my Snoop Dogg situation, so my mind was kind of cloudy. Go you ahead. Know, back in the Is day, when, you know, when yeah, cloudy. Them sweet, we get it. Them Go sweet, ahead. Some sweet days. I'm switching sweet days. Back in the day, I, my mind kind of cloudy. I'm sorry. Uh, Go ahead. I know something about smoke or something. I don't know what happened with uh, Snoop and them. I love it, man. Fan, the, the fan base felt betrayed because he actually posted on his Instagram that he was going to quit smoking. Uh, but obviously, this was just a ploy to get everybody pulled into his latest venture of a smokeless like stove. It's like a smokeless uh, bonfire, you know, fire pit. Uh, and and it's, he has his own branding of this fire pit. You can go to Solo um dot com solostove.com and you can check out his new <laughs> venture it's not about weed anymore but he just did that to get everybody's attention and I, I think it worked focus i think everybody was upset though when they found out he doesn't mean he's gonna stop smoking it's just his little bonfire fire pit will not be smoking so there you have it uh calvin brodus jr has uh advertised his new solo stove. It's $349 for those of you who wonder how much it costs to go. Just go ahead and tell you. So if you like sitting outside and, you know, hanging by a fire and roasting your marshmallows, you can roast you one uh, as you listen to gin and juice. I don't know. And smoke you a spliff, huh? I guess. He's still smoking spliff uh, approved. I, this one, I like I like this. I, we like sitting outside. You know, I love winter. So for me, I like, I don't like how he did the whole, you didn't have to do all that. You could have just said you were coming no, you out didn't. of the you know, we Very we, misleading. You yeah. knew it was a marketing tool. You knew you was marketing. Very but, misleading, Snoop. Very misleading. Everybody, listen, everybody, it's different feedback though. It's different feedback, you know, out here, but it, it's good. I mean, it's a, it's a good, it's a good idea. I talk about this all the time. If as an artist, you need to be evolving. You shouldn't just be selling music. You know, you should have other irons in the fire. Um, Pastor Chris Bianchi used to talk about five different rivers of income. And, uh, we all know Snoop does this very, very well. So you can get your limited edition bonfire Snoop design fire pits today with a hat. Yeah. With a hat, huh? In a carrying yeah. case. Boom. Okay. All right, what, what else we got in the news? What we got going on? What else? Bishop, Bishop Car- Carlton Pearson, uh, God rest his soul and bless his life. He has gone on to be with Jesus, and we know he's for sure there. Uh, this man was a, and is, was an American minister uh, and um, actually an artist, a singer, you name it. He's a pastor of Higher Dimensions Evangelistic Center. Um, shout out to Tulsa, Oklahoma. I mean, every good pastor, every good minister, man and woman of God have probably listened to one of his sermons or have something on repeat or has, I don't know, something he's written that they have up in their, you know, I don't know, uh, library like uh, Carl Pearson uh, was just a beast. I read an article 
yesterday where T.D. Jakes was just talking about like when he was in his storefront church, he was like, this man was definitely one of the pastors who got him through and encouraged him uh, a lot, you know, just preaching the gospel um, like never before. So, anywho, um, definitely pray for his family. family too yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah. Bless the family. Yeah. And, and, and please, no negative comments, y'all. Let, let, let's be let's be good about this. I know I've seen some negative comments Let's not do that. We we know that, uh, you know, he, he did have some different opinions on how he looked at doctrine. He kind of changed some of his theology. But regardless, he has put in work for years mm-hmm. for a lot of us believers, a lot of bishops, a lot mm-hmm. of pastors. Mm-hmm. He has trained leaders all across this world. So let's not act like he he hasn't done a lot for our community and our faith. Don't he's do done the work. He's done the work. His life is definitely legacy. Uh, you guys, he does have a couple books to go check him out. The gospel of inclusion uh, and God is not a Christian. Like there are still ways you can continue to support this particular ministry. And um, man, he, he just put in the work. So he's married 40 plus years to Gina. And I'm just like, man, you know, this, I don't know. This is the kind of life that you, I, I don't know, personally, as a minister, you want a life when you pass away where you, the Wikipedia page is just stacked full of stuff you've done where, you know, p- other people can see the work. Not that you have anything to prove, but it's just like, you know, you do want your work to speak for you. And trust me, this man's life really speaks for him. Thanks. All right. So God bless you, Bishop. <clears throat> yeah. How good was that uh, Real Talk conversation, Dice? Uh, we got to do another one, huh? Obviously. We couldn't even get through it, huh? We couldn't get through it. You got to unpack it all. You know, people need to know. I think some people just don't know. Like, you are called to do a certain thing. You have a gift. You know, everybody's getting that, that some type of gift. Like, God is faithful to give us that. But sometimes it just helps for you to hear what that gift entails for you to be like, oh, that's what I have. Oh, that's why I'm really good with kids. Oh, that's why I'm really good at putting stuff together. Yeah, absolutely. Now, now go and create a life through that passion, you know, and that gift. But hopefully it's serving the church, the kingdom, the body, the world in a positive way. So obviously yeah, we got to continue tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Tap in tomorrow. We're going to continue to give you all this work. We're going to talk about spiritual gifts and talents. So you definitely want to tap in mm-hmm. for day two of that. Shouts out to our little sis, Cam Sakara. She came through, yeah. did her little thing. My therapist couch out now. Um, Shame out now. She got a bunch of singles out now. Go uh, support her. Mm-hmm. She is also the music programming manager at BET. So we're excited for everything that she's doing musically as well as the space she's in where she's able to share a lot more faith. Uh, you know, program stuff, you know, faith based content right there on BT when you talk about the music programming. So, shouts out to our sister coming on here and uh, representing and uh, doing her thing. We're excited for her. We got to get out of here, Dice. We're going to catch y'all tomorrow, though. Mm-hmm. Same time, same place. Winning Wednesday. You already know Dice going to have her cloth on. You know how she do it. Listen, I don't <laughs> wear that cloth every day. Some days that cloth be up in the dr- I'll be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the bar is my favorite, you know the the little it's it's, it's the hard bar. That's the one. Um, but no, nah, man, listen, winning Wednesday we're gonna be winning. You know what I'm saying? And if you enjoyed what you heard today, even just having a refresher of your gift, your talent, your skill, or a gift of the Holy Spirit, uh, tune in tomorrow so you can learn how to win, win a little bit better. Um, as we go back over these gifts. Mm-hmm. That's right. Absolutely. That's right. Absolutely. Hey, as always, remember to stay focused on turning your negative into a positive. Jesus Christ is always the answer. Kingdom advancement should always be your goal. The fix is in. We out. Peace, y'all.